Hello, I'm your host Kelly Trevady and this is the Talking Critical Ed podcast, a show where I share insights into critical thinking in the higher and further education sector. In series one, using my 10 years of experience as an academic skills expert, I will explore the foundations for critical thinking in an academic context with stories, case studies and tips. Thank you for joining me today. Hello listeners, welcome to the second episode of my Talking Critical Ed podcast. In today's episode, I will be talking to you a little about what critical thinking is and how it may be defined in an academic context. We will explore if critical thinking really is the elephant in the room. I want to begin with a story for this one. A few years ago, when I was working as an academic coach in HE, I was waiting for one of my students who had booked in a one-to-one tutorial with me. She mentioned in her email request to me that she was struggling with critical thinking. She was a first year undergraduate student, just just to provide some context there. As she ran through the door and sat down to catch her breath, with a confused look on her face she said, My tutor keeps telling me I am not being critical enough, but all I do is criticise the points I make. At this point, there was a pause from me. Perhaps a slightly longer pause than was required, admittedly, I was thinking about how so many of my students across multiple disciplines face this same hurdle of not actually knowing what is expected when they are asked to be critical. Taking the literal stance as my student did is really not uncommon. I want you to keep this story in mind as I talk to you about what the academic community in HGNFE may deem critical thinking to be and what I think it is. Critical thinking is often the tagline that is given to the approach for advancing excellence in thinking by being poor efficient in organising thinking and ensuring that there is a high level standard which is applied to this thinking. So lots of thinking there. Containing many nuances, critical thinking is not strictly bound by one definition. Now this is what creates challenges in explaining and conveying the concept, if I can call it a concept, to individuals. I believe a more practical definition is having a disposition to think independently and question assumptions with logic. This idea comes from Matthews, who I think offers an explanation that gives us a starting point in academia to work with. I feel to express critical thinking too simplistically without adding the depth in technique can often lead to students going down a path of confusion. It also muddies the waters and demonstrates a lack of clarity when critical thinking cannot be accurately translated across to students in an academic setting as well. Suppose we go with the idea that critical thinking put simply, is a disposition to think independently and question assumptions with logic, then we have something which we can mould and work with. This may seem like a starting point and it may seem like it's quite simplistic to start like this, however this gives us something to work with as opposed to having something which is complicated and then having to explain and build on that. Rather, having a simplistic overview of what critical thinking is and then building on that could be very beneficial for students. 
This will be something that we start to explore in forthcoming episodes and how we can apply this to our own subject areas too. You may have other ways of looking at critical thinking and the beauty about it is that there isn't really a strict right or wrong answer. But I think we do need to ensure that educators and students do have a shared understanding of the concept. If you have completed a teaching qualification, perhaps your first experience with critical thinking as an educator was when you explored the top tiers of Bloom's taxonomy. There have been various adaptations since, and whilst I think that the semantics may feel familiar, we must ensure that there is direction to support students in their understanding. I feel like Bloom's taxonomy or the inverse Bloom's taxonomy version that has has been put forward does provide us with a visual that takes the student on a journey to understanding what critical thinking is, but supplementing this with context in your subject area is beneficial. As I mentioned in the last episode, critical thinking is a topic of contention with many perspectives on what does and does not fall under its remit. However it may be defined, critical thinking has become a global buzzword in a competitive global economy. This means that we are providing more and more attention towards it. However, sometimes this may feel misguided. So what do I think being critical is and isn't? I think it's being curious and letting that curiosity guide your thoughts whilst you become um, informed by evidence-rich literature. I think it's acknowledging bias and confronting it. I think it is presenting a balanced argument, but not being afraid to use your own voice as well. I don't think it's simply a pros and cons list, although I see how this analogy can be somewhat useful to beginners. I also don't think it's shoehorning arguments into assignments in an attempt to make it sound better. And finally, I do not think it's a concept that cannot be learned. I know there is a lot of research out there that says otherwise, but in my view and experience, I have seen students grow in their critical thinking skills development through practice, through being able to learn from others, through being able to simply have some sort of framework to work with that helps to guide their thinking. Coming back to the definition of critical thinking, With all of this confusion brewing, is there any wonder that sometimes critical thinking isn't talked about enough? Students sometimes feel like they cannot ask questions around it through fear of appearing like they do not know what they are doing. I think it's time we had an open discussion in the academic community around what we think critical thinking is and use this to support our students and educators in formulating discourse around it and feeling confident to be critical. I bring you back to my story from earlier on in this episode. After the student had some space to let out some of her frustrations, we were able to discuss where she could improve her critical thinking skills. We also set up a meeting with the tutor to discuss her ideas and the student began to grow in developing and applying critical thinking skills. So I ask you the question, are we finally ready to tackle the elephant in the room? 
In this episode, I have talked about the challenges of not having a singular and shared definition for critical thinking. I have also touched on a story that also may resonate with you if you're a student or an educator. Thank you to those of you who have emailed me after listening to episode one. It's great to know I have a little community building. Finally, if you are enjoying this podcast, hit the share button on LinkedIn and Twitter and spread the word amongst your colleagues and friends. Thank you for joining me, Kelly Trevady, your host on the Talking Critical Ed podcast. Connect with me via kellytrevady.co.uk where you can subscribe to the podcast updates. Remember to follow my podcast on your preferred listening platform so you don't miss an episode. See you on the 29th of November for episode 3. Thank you for listening.